nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. And good morning, good morning to everyone who's on the live call today. And I am so happy to have you all here with me. And we've had a lot of glitches these last few weeks, and I've been looking to sort them. And for those of you who have been with me these last few weeks as I look to sort out these glitches, thank you for sticking with me and just being there as a support. It is so, I am so appreciative and grateful to have you as my cheerleaders <laughs> saying, yeah, let's get this show on the road. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm getting feedback that everyone can hear me today. And so this is really, I'm very, very happy and grateful about this this morning. So without um, any more talking, let me just introduce myself to you. My name is Ellie Molina. I am an intuitive, a psychic, an author, and an educator. And this episode today is episode 47. So I've been doing this podcast for nearly a year now. And today we're going to talk about two topics. And I will also answer any questions that people have previously submitted and share and will like to share and submit. If you want to submit a question today, all you need to do is either call it in or type it in as soon as we get going. And the call button is right there on near, near your microphone, I believe. Um, and so um, we got some calls coming. So, okay, great. Yay. We got some, some questions being asked. So I'm very excited. All right. All right. So let me first start a little bit about what's coming up this weekend before I go to answer your questions, because it'll all tie in together. We are in Taurus season. Taurus season began, um, on the 19th. So we are two days into Taurus season and Taurus season will stay with us until May 20th. So there are a number of reasons why Taurus is very important for us this year. And one of, let's start with um, just the basics of what's going to happen with Taurus and where we're at. So this year, while we are in Taurus, we need to remember, just keep it on the back burner, that we are in a Taurus-Uranus conjunction, meaning that anything can happen in the unexpected realm in terms of money, finances, investments. So always remember that as much as we know anything can always happen, we just had that proof with uh, COVID, we still want to keep in mind that Taurus is especially sensitive to anything related to finance, as we have seen over and Uranus, of course. So as we've seen the last few months with the stock market and other financial institutions, we just want to keep an eye on this, knowing that money can come to us in unexpected areas at any time. We just have to remember and watch our self-talk and know that the energies of Taurus in Uranus will help to bring that. It's like having wind in your sails if you've got the sail up. 
if the sail's not up, it won't matter how much wind is blowing. You're just going to go with the flow. But this way you direct where your sails are going. You are in control as much as possible and you use the wind to guide you. So one of the things that we want to look at with Taurus right now is that Taurus represents growth and development. While Aries was energetic and impulsive and had all these great ideas, Taurus is now going to look to put down the roots and it's going to give a lot of attention to the physical plane. Um, this is the time now during this next month and even the month, it's really the time now this month in these following weeks to contemplate what you want. This is what Taurus is about. Contemplate, map it out, strategize, and then optimize at the right time. And one of the right times to optimize, this is my opinion as, um, as I do esoteric astrology, and it may digress from what other people's opinions are. And that's okay. You'll take on what works for you. Only what I'm seeing is that with Mars entering Leo on June 11th, this is when the action is going to start to take place. So even though um, Mercury is still retrograde, it doesn't matter because the energy of Mars and entering Leo is way stronger than the tail end of a Mercury retrograde. So just keep that in mind. Your plans are going to skyrocket once Mars gets into Leo and it will be there for a few months. So you've got to use this energy. Now, this would be the time. Now is the time in Taurus season to plant the seeds. Like I said, Taurus loves putting down roots. Taurus loves stability. Taurus loves to strategize and plan and map out. So we want to use all of these wonderful characteristics of Taurus so that we can benefit from what's happening later down the line. Okay, I guess, you know, whatever you plant just remember, you will sow. So there was a great quote um, not by Earl Nightingale. And many of you may be too young to know. Most of you are probably too young to know who Earl Nightingale was. However, you can go Google search him um, and find out who he was. He was a fabulous speaker, a wonderful teacher. He created the Earl Nightingale series of self-help and had wonderful speakers in his library. Anyway, Earl Nightingale shares a story where he talks about planting fields are very similar to the human mind. The mind, does, the fields do not care what you plant. So you can plant corn and you can plant um, something that is poisonous and the ground won't particularly care. The planting fields won't care. Same with our mind. You can plant something positive and you can plant something negative, meaning what you keep self-talking. And your mind won't care which one of those two you plant. However, when it comes time to grow and the, the seeds start, you know, you water them and then the seeds start growing, you'll be stepping into your garden and you'll say, oh, wow, look at this corn I've planted. Oh, wow, look at this poisonous plant I've planted. And the earth won't care. So it's the same thing with your mind. If you continue to feed yourself negativity and negative self-talk and disbelief and doubt as to who you are and what you can achieve, well, that is what you will 
that is what you will yield. That will be your crop in the third dimension. So again, super mindful of what you're planting, especially now during Taurus season. So get your maps out there, get your papers out there, get yourself working, plan and strategize. Think of the way that you want your life to look in the next six months. Plan it out. Don't leave this to random occurrences. All right. That's just my advice and what I tell my clients. And I know that it works. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about some wonderful dates happening for us right now. Tomorrow is, oh, so today, for example, is the sun trines Jupiter and we have Venus opposite Pluto. So today is a fabulous day for love, artistic expressions, um, anything connected with luxury. Now, remember, Taurus likes the finer things in life also. And Taurus, for the most part, can afford that if they've planted all their seeds really well. So right now, if you continue to plant your seeds, today will be a wonderful day to start having these seeds realized, especially because the sun is trine Jupiter. Um, and this will uh, this trine will happen again on October 15th. So plant your seeds today. We are in the beginning of Taurus season. Take an hour, 30 minutes today, and map out what it is that you want for the next six months. You're going to really appreciate this, that you have done this. All right. And then tomorrow is Earth Day, and we have Venus conjunct Uranus. So um, if you're breathlessly excited about everything that's coming. That's awesome and excellent. Kind of keep it to yourself, though. It's just that kind of energy. In the Kabbalah, we learn that we keep the things that are dearest and closest to us, close to our heart. And the reason for that is not superstition. It is energy. Energy tends to dissipate. So there are many schools of thought. There are schools of thought saying, oh, share your dream with everyone and it will help manifest sooner. And I'm going to say, no, it won't. So what happens is once we start getting our dream out there, the more that we speak about it, it begins to lose some of its excitement. It's almost like you've already fulfilled on it. So there's no more excitement. However, you keep that dream really close to your heart and you keep nourishing it, planting it, seeing it real, feeling it real. And then you know what? It will happen. The world will look at you and be surprised and say, how the heck did you manage that? Well, that's your little secret. And you can share it then if you wish. But in the meantime, you don't need to. So anyway, going on. Um, on the 23rd, we have Mercury conjunct Uranus. This is a very exciting day because Mercury is going to be really quick thinking. It's going to be objective. It's going to be analytical. Now, remember, we're talking Taurus strategy, planning, um, negotiating, optimizing strategy, contemplating. So with this, your thinking will be higher level, you can start to experiment, you may have some really super brilliant ideas on this day, write them down. Ideas come and go, they are in, they are out. Once you write them down, they are with you and you can contemplate on them again. Now on the 24th, this is a Venus square Saturn and just know that Obstacles may show up and prevent you from enjoying your day. However, however, 
Today, we're going to talk about what to do when obstacles arise so that we don't have to allow the obstacles and the circumstances to come that come into our life to take us out of our game. Notice, <laughs> yeah, I had a big obstacle these last few weeks and back in the game. So just know that we want to make sure that we are aware of our obstacles and we want to look where we are contributing to the thoughts that are creating those obstacles and what we can do. All right, two more dates for this week. The 25th, Mercury square Saturn and Mercury conjunct Venus. All right, this is a day where you, this is going to be Sunday. You're going to be charming. You're going to be magnetic. You are going to be amazing. And so it's going to be just a wonderful, wonderful day. So just in hindsight, if you're planning a party or doing something exciting over this weekend, getting together with people that you haven't seen in a while, uh, because of COVID season, just know, remember your expectations of what you're looking for. And then just leave your expectations open, declare an intention. Perhaps you're going to intend, it will be a wonderful day. It will be amazing. It will be so-and-so. It's an intention. And then be mindful of the expectations that you have of others, okay, and how they are going to behave. And then we say to ourselves, well, we remind ourselves that we allow others to be who they are, and we allow others to be who they aren't. So we release our expectations of others in this case. All right. And then guess what? A week from today, a week on the 26th is the Scorpio full moon. And this is going to be a really exciting day because Mars is going to bolster up the full moon's energy and it's going to call on Jupiter also. So we are going to be able to access Jupiter's good fortune. So just remember, get your plans organized, release what you don't want. And if read my newsletter on Monday, I'll put out a ritual for um, anyone and everyone who wants to do a ritual or you do your own. Okay. Anyway, that is the beginning of Taurus season. And like I said, Taurus season will be with us until May 20th. So we want to plant our seeds. We want to water them. We want to fertilize them. We want to get things going. Okay, we have a question here. I've got a couple of questions. Question number one, I'm getting to ready to list my house for sale. I've been looking at May 1st. What do you think? Okay, let's take a look at May 1st. So first of all, you start planting those seeds now and which you have been doing. So let's say you're planning on listing your house. You want to make sure that now you take your thoughts and go past listing the house. Now you take your thoughts and see that that house has closed. So this is a true story. Back in 2008, I sold my house for an exorbitant amount of money right before um, the crash. And I started, I started meditating and visualizing that I sold my, my house for a certain amount of money. And I saw this house selling and I created a date. I did set a date. I had it in March and I started in January. And every single day I would go into the meditation and I would see it, feel it real that people were coming into the house, that they loved the house, that this was the house for them and they wanted to have this house. And lo and behold, I kept doing this every single day, two times a day I did this. On March 18th of that year, I had an open house. There were three offers and I sold the house that day on the spot 
during one of those, right after one of those offers was made. I got full asking price, nobody blinked an eyeball. And I attribute all of that to the fact that I had been working it for so many months before. So my advice to you on May 1st over here, it is a, um, May 1st is a pretty uneventful day in terms of anything happening. The So you can list it. I will tell you, get ready on May 2nd. This will be your big day. This is the day where it is filled with enchantment. It is practical and answers will be revealed. So if you list it on May 1st, that's great. It gives people time. It feels like you've done your homework here, Thomas. Um, <laughs> it gives people time to know that the listing is up. And then on the second, if you can even arrange for an open house, if that's something that you choose, it'll be delightful. Now, remember, you do want to see your home sold immediately. You want to see the perfect family coming in there. You want to do the work in your mind. Okay, so intending that that has helped. If not, remember, anybody who calls me for a private session, mention the podcast, you receive 20% discount um, on, on the service. So just remember that. All right, you're very welcome, Tomas. Okay, Kelly Sue. <laughs> Lots of love to you, Tomas. Um, okay, um, Kelly Sue. Is May a good time to travel internationally? Okay, so the answer to that is yes, you want to get your travel done before the retrograde. Um, hmm, let's go look. When does the retrograde start? I think we have some astrologers over here. I don't have, you know, it's so funny because right now I don't have this in my head. Would you believe it? Um, the retrograde starts on May 28th. Thank you, Thomas. <laughs> Like I said, I think you've already done your homework with your dates, okay? <laughs> I love that. All right. So um, just FYI, um, there are some remarkable people in this room, and they have a lot of knowledge. And so I'm always telling you, connect with, learn to learn who each other are, connect. You can always connect through me. And when people are ready, I will just always share these wonderful, their wonderful professions with all of you. So it's just really great. You know, the more people that we know, the more service we can be to the world and to humanity. So thank you for that, Thomas. The retrograde begins on the 28th. So getting back to you, Kelly, you want to travel and you want to travel internationally. And if I'm looking at some dates over here, it depends on how long you want to be gone. Uh, if you leave on the 11th, the new moon or around the new moon, that time, let's say you leave on the 10th or the 11th, or even if you leave on the 12th, you know, somewhere along the line, this is wonderful. Um, once you're gone and you're traveling internationally, it's fine. If you have any, you know, again, you don't want to put out into the universe that you're going to have problems getting home. So don't even go do that. All right. Just create that you have a really wonderful um, you have a really wonderful trip. Oh, 16 to 25. I see your dates over here. Okay. Nothing happens um, on those particular dates, but you are in a really wonderful time because Jupiter enters Pisces on the 13th and it hasn't been there since 2010 to, it hasn't been there since 2010. So with Jupiter in Pisces, this is just really great. It's only going to be there from May 13th to July. It's in a retrograde right now. So, um, and then it will go back um, 
and then it will go back into Aquarius and then later on. So anyway, here's the thing. This is a great time. The 17th is going to be a wonderful day. The 19th will be a wonderful day. You may even encounter love on the 19th if you're looking for it. And then um, on the 21st is going to be fabulous. So you're really looking at a week of wonderful, wonderful days. Okay, great. All right. I do have one more question before I talk about obstacles. And this question was submitted to me from one of our listeners. And her question is, if so let's give some back some backstory here. She's created a business called Soul Vocal Frequency Integration. And I happen to have taken one of her sessions. And let me tell you, it was pretty amazing. And I will talk about that in a minute. Uh, just what happened is that, um, here your question, if any ideas come to mind about further developing and growing my soul vocal frequency integration sessions, please let me know. Okay, so the only thing that I'm seeing over here, JP, not the only, but one of the things that I'm seeing over here is that you want to do the mental work. You want to create the magic in your mind. You want to set the intention. You want to create that your business is now known and recognized and that people are coming to you because they love your service. Then the other thing I would suggest is get yourself on as many, if you can, get yourself on other people's podcasts. So look to see um, where you can speak. And I'll tell you, because what I am seeing for you, JP, is the more that you speak, and whether you do this on other people's podcasts or any kind of place that you can start to speak, the more people that know of what you are doing, the more success that you are going to have. Also, I just saw something else come in that's very interesting. Um, now, I don't know your particular situation um, in terms of romance, but get ready. Something really exciting is happening for you in the next few weeks. So if you are in a relationship, okay, this is going to be really great. Something very exciting is going to happen. If you're not in a relationship, JP, get ready. Something very exciting is happening for you in the next three weeks. And so just anyway, get back to doing some... Um, Get back to doing podcasting with other people. Get yourself on their programs, on their stations. Invite yourself. Ask around. Start to look. Do the research. And then um, get on podcasts. Okay. Oh, I just want to share everybody who's listening. I did a session with JP, and she was so kind as to gift me a session uh, as she has just been starting out her business. And it was very interesting while we were having the session because, I, you know, when you're doing something – and you're using your body and you're using frequencies. I was using frequencies with JP. At the current moment, it did not feel as if quote unquote anything was happening, but we all know that frequencies also, but frequency, we have a signature frequency. Frequencies vibrate. And we know that sound is connected to this. So through the work that I did with JP in that one session, Three days later, amazing things, they didn't feel amazing at the moment, but amazing things ended up happening. Sometimes things that are for our highest good do not really feel amazing when they're happening. And it was three days later that the most, again, for me personally, without going into my personal stories, the most amazing things opened up for me. And it was only 
in hindsight, when I started to look and say, what did I do that was so different? What did I do? And then it was like, ah, my God, we did a session and it was with frequency because we know that frequency is it. Everything is vibrational. So frequency, imagination creates reality. So if you're interested in finding out more about JP's work, just email me and I will direct you to her at any time. You can email me at ellie at elliemolina.com. Okay. And everybody, thank you so much. If there are any other questions, please. Um, oh, here we go. Should I avoid starting my any legal proceedings during the retrograde? Absolutely. So um, here's my suggestion. Do not do any legal proceedings during the retrograde. You start the proceedings in your mind. Now, if you have, for some of you on this call and people who've been listening, you've been in one or two of my magic workshops and it's not really a magic workshop. It's really working in the quantum field. It's really scientifically based. And then we just use candles and uh, aromatherapy to enhance and crystals to enhance our experiences. But everything really comes right back down to the quantum field and science, which is what you're going to be doing now, in my opinion, since you're asking me for advice. So what you'll do, um, Emily, is you will start to plant the seed, just like I was saying, this is Taurus. Oh, you missed the first part because I see just got in here. Taurus season, time for planting, time for organizing, time for strategizing, time to make the plans, get them concrete, and then visualize. Visualize the proceedings going the way that you want them to. Visualize everything. See everybody signing the papers easily, effortlessly. See yourself getting what it is that you want easily, effortlessly. See yourself remaining friends easily, effortlessly. And then when you're ready, a really great time to hand in those papers um, and submit that would be as soon as um, Mars enters Leo. And Thomas, if you're still in the room, when does the retrograde end? Do you have that date on your, do you have that date available? Um, it's on the 22nd of June. Okay. So my suggestion here um, is to 24th, hand those papers in on the 24th. It's the full moon. Um, Mercury will have gone direct. You'll be in Mars in Leo season. It's a fantastic day. Jupiter's alignment will be delivering luck. It's really going to be a great day. So imagine sprinkling some good luck fairy dust and wonderful. Okay. Um, July 12th is a good day to start. Okay. Thomas is also an astrologer. And he's suggesting that July 12th is a great day to start also. And it is a great day. It's an excellent day for signing contracts, negotiating. So just keep that in mind. So here's the thing, depending on if you want to start the proceedings, um, start the proceedings in June, sign the papers on July 12th. So aim to sign your papers on July 12th. So as you start the proceedings, and as Thomas is saying here, it's the shadow, the shadow period will be over. So Again, there's um, not to correct anybody, but there's a difference between starting the proceedings and then actually signing the contract. So start the proceedings in June um, on that date around the time that I had just said, which I forgot already. Um, and then, oh, the 24th on that full moon, especially because you're going to be releasing. So you're releasing the relationship, you're releasing the, the, the uh, whatever it was, 
um, whatever you're releasing, whatever the proceedings are for. Um, and um, was I was going to say, I just forgot what I was going to say. So the 24th would be a great day to start the proceedings. And then mark on your calendar when they say, hey, what day do you want to sign? We are signing on July 12th. Amen. <laughs> so, hallelujah. And then, of course, that gives you plenty of time to do all of the mental work to see it go down and to see it happening the way that you intend it to so that everyone is happily uh, moving forward for the highest good of all. So any questions coming through? We may not have time to do the the um, lesson, the teaching on the obstacles. However, I'm going to leave you with a poem and this is a poem that is written by Portia Nelson. And there's a hole in my sidewalk. I walk down the street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am helpless. It isn't my fault. It takes forever to find a way out. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I'm in the same place, but it isn't my fault. It still takes me a long time to get out. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it is there. I still fall in. It's a habit. My eyes are open. I know where I am. It is my fault. I get out immediately. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. I walk down another street. This is from Portia Nelson. There's a hole in my sidewalk. And I want to thank one of my fellow writing companions for referring Portia Nelson's poem to me as we spoke about obstacles and uh, learning what it will take to overcome them when they show up, which will be on next week's podcast. And I just want to thank everybody once again for being here today and supporting me through my own obstacles of getting back online. Have a wonderful, marvelous, fabulous week ahead of us. And I'll see you all next week. I believe I'm going to be switching to Wednesdays. It sounds like the better day. <laughs> okay, everybody. Much love, many blessings, intending that all of your questions have been answered. All right. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week. Bye-bye.